Hi, and welcome to episode three of Walk to Work, a podcast where I talk about dance and music and stuff. So technically this is not Walk to Work because actually I'm taking an evening walk uh, in Switzerland at my mum's and it's the weekend. So no work going on here. Uh, also we put away uh, the better part, of, uh, well a whole bottle of wine between us. So uh, this already slightly offbeat episode might be even more offbeat. Today I want to talk about um, dance philosophy, kind of my dance philosophy, and the magic colour pie, which uh, let me explain and give some context. Uh, So I do a lot of different dances, uh, mainly uh, various French folk dances, uh, blues, lindy hop, bit of tango, balboa, and I've dabbled in some other things. Uh, And one of the things that keeps me going is uh, a certain consistency that I like uh, dances that belong with a certain music uh, slightly more than I like dances that don't um, and I like dances that have a form of community uh, I think more than not yeah uh, and I have various other uh, fairly strongly held beliefs about dance uh, and so I wanted to talk about those in a kind of uh, weird context The other side of the puzzle is the magic colour pie. So Magic the Gathering. This is kind of a homage to Mark Rosewater, whose podcast uh, inspired me. He has, as I mentioned in episode one, he has uh, drive to work. And so I'm doing walk to work. And he talks about the design of Magic the Gathering. And he talks about it really intelligently and really entertainingly. And so, (laughs) fun fact, I haven't actually played uh, Magic in over 20 years and have no plans really to start playing again. Uh, But uh, I still listen because he just talks about design, about the constraints of design and how you make design decisions. And I find it really relates to all the design decisions I make uh, in life, including those for designing dance classes. And so I find it really relevant and really interesting to listen to. So Magic the Gathering is played with it's a collectible uh, trading card game. So you construct uh, decks out of uh, various cards and you duel other people uh, playing their de- against their decks. And when you construct a deck, you have to find a certain balance uh, between a whole number of elements. It's, it's quite well, uh, cleverly thought out. One of those elements is the color pie. So you have cards of different colors And there's some things that some colors do and some things that some colors don't do. But it's slightly easier to play a deck that is all one color than it is to play a deck with multiple colors. And so there's a kind of trade-off, an interesting thing going on there. And it it works in a kind of making the game interesting kind of way. And it also works in a making the game uh, meaningful. Like typically in red, you'll have access to uh, fireball uh, and uh, lightning, which directly inflict damage on uh, your opponent. Whereas uh, in white, uh, you'll have you'll not have access to those spells. Uh, in blue, you'll have access to uh, counter spells. You cannot do this kind of thing, which you won't have access to in in the other colors. Uh, and the other thing is that uh, the colors have philosophies, which mark quite uh, ferociously. Uh, advocates for and defends and that also kind of helps you gain intuition of 
what a given color is likely to do in a given situation. And the, the, because there's five colors, so white, blue, black, red, green, each color is directly opposite to two other colors and directly adjacent to two other colors. And so those two opposite colors are kind of its enemy colors. And those lines, that creates five lines like a star that are uh, five philosophical oppositions that you find in magic and that you kind of find in life. And I don't want to go too much, and you find in dance, or I find in dance. You don't want to go too far in life because uh, then, uh, like, life isn't apolitical, and so probably these things have political implications that I don't, uh, that I want to kind of circumvent today while acknowledging that they, that they exist. Uh, and just go with any, for every opposition, you can be at one extreme, you can be at the other extreme, or you can be in some position of balance between the two extremes, and none of those is inherently right or wrong. None of those is inherently good or bad. And that's, that's quite interesting uh, in a way of thinking about your approach to life, the universe, and everything. Yeah, we even have cars in the Swiss countryside, far from everywhere. We have multiple cars in a row, no less. Here comes the second one. So, uh, yes, the, the five colors, the five colors, white. White believes in peace. White believes that there are enough resources to go around for everybody. And so if uh, we just uh, allocate them uh, uh, fairly, then no one will go without uh, and we will be able to achieve peace and happiness that way. Blue believes in perfection. It believes everybody is born a blank slate and uh, can do essentially whatever they want. B, become uh, essentially uh, anyone they want. And so blue values knowledge because through knowledge you make choices that um, get you closer to whatever your definition of uh, perfection is. Black believes in power. It believes that uh, each individual is empowered to uh, choose their destiny. And that that's a good thing because who better than me to know what's good for me? Red believes in freedom. It believes in passion. It believes that things... Uh, it doesn't want restrictions. It wants to be able to follow its heart in the moment. Green. Everyone else wants to change things uh, to achieve their goal. Green wants acceptance and growth and the natural order of things. It believes that if only we are to, were to accept uh, the uh, role we have uh, in uh, the circle of life that that will work out best uh, for us personally and for everybody. And so you can see that those... Uh, if you think about it too hard, you get into politics. Uh, Mark very... either very cleverly or very... in a very privileged way, kind of doesn't talk about politics. And I'm just wanting to say I would talk about politics, but not today. And that's twice that I've said it, so hopefully twice is enough, uh, at least for me. For me. Um, if we look at the oppositions, we have white versus black. So, white 
believes in the group, black believes in the individual. And I see that in kinds of dances, kind of group dances versus partner dances versus solo dances. And I tend to err towards group and partner dances. And I see it also in uh, communities. A lot of our dance communities kind of um, do the halfway thing of taking not just the individual um, me, but the individual me and my people. Uh, and kind of being a dance community will make the dance community perfect and the rest of the world can burn. Which is not what everybody says. It's not always what I say. But I'm very much for... I can try to fix things in my dance community and I'm not sure I can fix things uh, in the world. And then that kind of also works for white because white is like the group and you give it a fairly big group and it's like, oh, well, okay, maybe I can optimise peace within this group even if I can't achieve world peace. Uh, Bouncing off on black, uh, black's other opponent is green. So black believes in free will. Green believes in destiny. Um, And the way I kind of see that in dance is uh, that uh, some dances are kind of more choreographed than others. And in that measure, I definitely err towards... Hello, car again. I definitely err towards the, 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 the free will side of things. I like to be able to improvise. I like to have choices. I'm not a huge fan of uh, executing choreography. But uh, in terms of kind of destiny and acceptance, I like to mostly accept the dances the way they are, Uh, which is maybe a whole illusion, but I'm kind of like that illusion that when you're dancing blues, you're dancing blues. And so you you accept that you're dancing blues and that blues is danced to blues music. And when you're dancing to blues music, um, kind of by definition, the dance that best suits uh, blues music is going to be blues dancing. Uh, And that applies uh, even more so in French folk dancing. Um, And it's kind of on on that grounds that uh, fusion and maybe contact improv are a little bit weird to me. Uh, Also West Coast Swing, because they lack a certain form of uh, of acceptance of greenness. Uh, And then the other side is uh, the very choreographed folk dances. Uh, either because they inherently are or because, that's a whole topic for another day, the way that um, bourgeois culture took peasant dances and imposed its own values on them. And so whether any folk dances, at least in Europe, actually do have an inherent choreography is uh, another topic for another day. Suffice to say, it's not very green and and it's extremely green, I mean, and I do not like it. Bouncing off from green, apart from black, green's other enemy is blue. So green-blue is nature versus nurture. And so one aspect of this is, especially as a dance teacher, I really believe that everyone can dance. I take myself as kind of primary example of that. I started being pretty bad at dancing uh, and have gotten to be fairly good at it. Like, I'm no... um, Yeah, I'm not going to go down in the ages as someone who is amazing at dancing. Uh, But in the small pond of social dancing, I do fairly well. And that's my very blue side. More cars. And again. And again. 
Here's my very blue side saying, um, I can take myself as someone who's not very good at dancing, and I can improve upon that. And I think that anyone um, within reason can uh, find things to express in dancing and find ways to express in dancing and kind of be who they are. And that's uh, a cool thing for me. Oh, yeah, that's also kind of in the acceptance uh, is sort of achieving perfection in becoming who you are or who you want to be. But there's a kind of... It's difficult to avoid who we are sometimes, and that's fine by me. Uh, the other side of that is the, uh, again, the kind of tradition versus innovation. Uh, I'm fairly big on... Yeah, I don't know exactly how I'd describe that. It's also a topic for another day. Uh, I kind of believe in um, accepting and the, 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 the natural order of dances as they are and dances that sort of try to invent things or are a bit too artificial. Uh, I like them as an intellectual exercise, but I'm not huge, uh, a huge fan of them. I like the these dances came from somewhere. They came from a culture. Uh, they have something natural as opposed to artificial to them. Uh, bouncing from blue, we have red. Uh, blue versus red is head versus heart. Uh, and so I'm very big about being in my head, as most people who know me can attest. At more cars, even when I take side roads, what is my village coming to? Um, and so I'm very much on the be in your head for working on dance, for practicing dance, for thinking about dance. But then when you're dancing, I'm 100% red. So this is one where I'm like, no middle ground for me. Uh, when I'm dancing, I want to be fully in the dance. I don't always achieve it, but it's, it's, it's my goal. And when I'm... Um, uh, when I'm practicing, I'm happy being, or talking about that, so I'm very happy uh, being in my head, and people are like, oh, you should think less and do more. Uh, well, we're not doing right now, so I'm very happy with uh, thinking, and thinking pretty seriously. I like to take my thinking seriously. Maybe too seriously. Next, uh, and last, we have red versus white. So from white's perspective, red versus white is order versus chaos. From red's perspective, uh, red versus white is freedom versus restrictions. Uh, and I guess I kind of like dances that have uh, this sort of collective aspect, uh, which uh, creates um, restrictions and wants us to be to have some kind of uh, uniformity. Uh, I guess that's more uh, white versus black, actually, the having uh, uniformity and being born from the group. And I like the restrictions that come with um, folk dances, especially the more collective ones, so everyone's doing sort of the same thing at the same time, and you have something that emerges from that. Um, uh, I like that aspect of order. Um, and I find a little bit... Not enough order is a little bit frightening. Uh, so contact improv, for example, uh, just has too much possibility in there for me. Um, but otherwise, I, I like possibility. 
Uh, I like freedom of restrictions. Uh, and I personally believe that the restrictions come more from a kind of green thing, that that's nature, rather than from a white thing. We have to have net restrictions because otherwise the result would be chaos. Like, I agree that your result is often, is often chaos. And I'm kind of like, eh, you guys are happy doing your red-black thing of exercising your free will uh, and having freedom. Uh, but uh, I would like more a red-green thing. Of, uh, but, yeah. So that's uh, kind of my dance philosophy is following uh, this color pie. Uh, and the magic color pie, the oppositions are the individual versus the group, white versus black. Black versus green is free will versus destiny. Green versus blue is nature versus nurture. Blue versus red is head versus heart. And red versus white is freedom versus restrictions. Or chaos versus order. That was what I had to say about dance philosophy and Magic the Gathering Color Pie. One last car before I sign out. Uh, hope you found this at least vaguely entertaining. Take care and I'll see you next time.